Hey everyone, I'm Chris Hall and you're listening to the Downtime Podcast, where we delve deep into the gravity-based side of mountain biking. This episode is a test of something a little bit different. Lots of you have been in touch asking me to do bike checks, and here's the first one. The plan is to do some in-depth bike checks with a few of my podcast guests. The bike checks are going to be made available as a short podcast episode and on YouTube if you want to watch and listen. You can find it there at youtube.com forward slash downtime mountain bike podcast. Jesse Melamed was my obvious first choice as he's so into bike setup and is always experimenting, as you'll no doubt know if you've heard him on the podcast before. We caught up on the morning of the Pro Stage race at the Tweed Valley EWS to check out his current Rocky Mountain altitude. There's some great nuggets of information here from Jesse, who's a rider that's not afraid to try things that maybe aren't considered the norm. I'd love to hear your feedback on this format, so please get in touch and let me know what you think. If you can spread the love via social media too, then that'd be awesome. I'm at Downtime Podcast there, so please tag me in your posts. While you're here, don't forget about my new print project, Downtime EP, which is a collaboration with Miss Spent Summers. Issue 1 is available now if you subscribe before the 17th of October over at downtimepodcast.com forward slash EP. It's a beautiful thing that I hope is going to become a timeless piece of mountain bike history. So now's time to get involved. All right, it's time to get into this first Downtime Ultimate Bike Check with the one and only Jesse Melamed. Jesse Melamed, welcome to the first ever Downtime Ultimate wow, Bike Check. Look at that. That was one of the first on the podcast too, wasn't it? Yeah, you're pretty early doors. Nice. Yeah, yeah. nice one. How's first, things anyway? You all right? virtual looking thing. Yeah, this is weird. I'm not used to having a camera. Here. How are you doing uh, anyway? You all right? Things are good, yeah. Uh, we were able to come to Scotland a little bit early because we had a break between the last race, which yeah. is nice because this block has been so flat out. We had four races in three weeks. Yeah. And then so it was nice to come here and like just go for rides and have fun. Not like a training ride or, or like a recovery ride. It was just go out in the woods and have fun, which is nice. all what we all like to do. So yeah. it was a good reset. So we came into this week pretty stoked. Cool. you got some good locals as well that know the trails that you can hang out with, yeah. like uh, Bex and Chloe. And yeah, then... exactly. And Lewis was here too. Yeah, so yeah. that was Sweet. really cool. It's always good to ride with the locals of the place and they show you the kind of the best trails. Yeah. And then the speed and like the way to ride them. So it was, yeah, yeah. It was perfect. Excellent. Good yeah. stuff. Well, before we talk about this lovely beast, let's talk a little bit about you. Sure. How tall are you? I think we re-measured 167 centimeters. Okay. And what do you weigh these days, roughly? like? 68, 69 kilos. Okay. Is that with riding kit? Or no, that's like... usually like on my bathroom okay. scale. Yeah, fair enough. So a little bit more than that with more, yeah. riding gear and stuff. Yeah. Cool. So well, are, you guys, are you guys pounds here? Uh, no, kilos. Oh, yeah. Well, we'd be stoned okay. traditionally, but I think most people <laughs> yeah, understand I kilos. I, know what stone is. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, what bike have we got here? Uh, same one as last year. Same one we talked about before is the Rocky Mountain Altitude. Uh, I guess the Rally Edition, because we have one, or the Team Edition. Yeah. Um, 160 mils of travel in the back, 170 in the front, mm -hmm. and then all of that longer, lower slacker. So, yeah. Yeah. We saw full 29 inch wheels. Yeah. Yeah. What frame size have you gone with? I'm on a medium. Have you tried any others? Um, the small, I'm like, Remy's directly in between a large and a medium. Yeah. And I'm quite like on the, let's say the small's too small for me. Yeah, okay. And the medium's just slightly too big. Okay. So that's why I've kind of played around with some things. Like I, I kept the reach adjust mainly for that. Uh, not the reach adjust, the angle set. Yeah. Mainly for that reason is just uh -huh. to like bring the reach a little bit shorter. Okay. And then we have this Rad 9 chip that we can kind of play with. So it... This does more than this does. Yeah. So I can kind of keep the geo in a good spot and then shorten my reach by that. Got you. Okay. Yeah. So how much, what is it? 
angles wise do you know where you've ended up 64 on the dot i believe yeah yeah okay and that's brought the reach down to that's like under so this is a stock in full slack would be 449 uh -huh. which full slack is a 64 degree angle so i like everything about the full slack position yeah um but i just wanted to reach a little bit shorter so this brings it back i think three to five mil something like okay that. not a big change not but... a big i mean we're talking small small changes yeah, yeah, like yeah, everything yeah. that we can do yeah because uh, i think i would be like the previous bike we were on the Slayer was a 442 okay. mil reach. And that, even then I thought it was big for me, but uh, I think that would maybe suit me a little bit better. But I mean, these guys are designing bikes that they see the, the industry wants. Yeah. And so they're not really, this bike is not designed to fit my exact height. For sure. So yeah, I feel like we have to do a little bit of yeah. changes. Tweaking. To, uh, and hence the, the custom kit. ride chip, right? Yeah, that was again to like bring it back into a zone that I, I really liked while using the angle set. So yeah. it's like you change one thing and then you should change all these other things. Yeah, it's not not straightforward, is it? Yeah. Never is. Frame material, you've got the carbon. Full carbon, yeah. Was there ever a choice there? Did you ever think about the alloy version? Never thought about it. Okay. Don't know if we have the choice. Okay, interesting. Um, I don't know frame weights. I can't imagine our alloy frames are that heavy. Uh -huh. Um, I know that they, they do a lot of work with those frames, but I never even thought about it. I mean, I think we build a lot of flex into the bike in other areas. So, uh, yeah. You're happy with that? Yeah, yeah, fair play. And what about chainstay length? Have you done anything there? Is that a yeah, custom? Yeah, this is a mid-chip. Okay. Um, felt the short was too short, the long was too long. Yeah. <laughs> so I have Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I liked, I really liked the feeling of the long chain stay. Okay. Like climbing and just all like brawling. I thought it felt so good. Like the suspension was so active. Yeah. But I found it kind of pushed me forward into turns. Like uh -huh. you'd be turning your back wheel so far that it kind of pushed me way too far. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of just kind of reacted that a little bit. So I lost some of that really good suspension performance, but then gained a little bit of, uh, room in the back, I okay. guess. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you know where you've ended up lengthwise? Yeah, it should be 443. Okay. Yeah, because it's a 437 and a 447. Okay, and you've gone in between. 38, 48. So in between that, five mils is 443, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good stuff. Let's talk a little bit about uh, cockpit, I guess. Sure. So start off bar width. Oh, this is a, a new one. Uh, I kept going shorter this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm at 720. Are you? Yeah. Well, where did you start? Like 750? I've been at 740 for a okay. few years. Yeah, yeah. And I started at 760 years ago. And yeah. then I was 750, and then 740. And then I was like, you know, I so I, I actually calculated like a lot of the DH guys and Enduro guys, their height versus their bar width. Okay. Yeah. And a ratio of that to see like how wide their bars were yeah. compared to them. Yeah. And my bars were like way, like they're at like a 41%, I think, ratio. Uh -huh. I forget what the math was. And I was like at a 43. Yeah. So my bars were quite bigger compared to my size. And so I was like, okay, I should just keep going shorter. So I went to 730 and I was like, okay, cool. And then I went to 720. And like part of that too is a narrower bar shortens the bike a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. if you have a wider bar, it brings you forward, forward, which yeah. puts weight on your front wheel, sure. But like with this bike, I am trying to shorten it. And mm -hmm. I also feel like I can't lean the bike as much as I want to because it's kind of long. So yeah, yeah. shorter bar, I thought like I had more arm length to like really put the bike over. Yeah. I'm at 720 and I don't think I'm at the end. I feel like I, wow. <laughs> I want to go narrower. Interesting. Well, here as well. But it's been Tree amazing Valley. here. Like, yeah. I have no issues with the tree. I'm yeah. just loving it. Yeah, so many people cutting bars this week to yeah. uh, get through the tight so I've never done it. Like, before this racing block, I had 720s at home. Yeah. 
and then brought them over and people are just going to lose their mind. Even the race fans engineers, when I asked them if I could cut their bars out there, they're like, why? What are you doing? Interesting. But yeah. it's like, you think about it, like all these guys, they're all the like average height, whatever, 5'11", 6 uh -huh. foot, but they're running 760 bars. Yeah, yeah. And I'm 5'6", or whatever, and I'm running 740 bars. Like yeah. that's not a big enough change for like the height change. Yeah, yeah. Makes sense. You want, and that's a carbon bar, is it? Yeah, this is kind of an older bar because I can't cut the new bars that narrow okay. because they obviously have like the clamping reinforcements yeah, yeah. and I'm yeah. cutting it to where my clamping would be like quite into where the bend is. Mm -hmm. So they had to scrounge out an old bar for okay. me like from a few years ago for yeah. me to cut narrow enough. Interesting. Why carbon over alley for bars? Uh, I've tested both. Yeah. And from what I've been able to test, the carbon just has a... I just want to say softer feel. Uh -huh. Like if you have a stiff carbon bar, it's very harsh. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, like you can manage it. Yeah. But yeah. alloys, I find it just like, it's like you take a baseball bat and you freaking hit a wall. <laughs> like that pain. It's just like really sharp pain. Yeah. Whereas yeah. carbon bars, I feel like have, they're very stiff and you feel it, but it's like a, it's like a ramped feel. Yeah. More damped. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Like obviously it damps the vibrations, but um, yeah, I've just really, really liked it. And it's sick that this bar is like, yeah, it's, it's really good. Yeah. So let's talk about bar height and not just the rise of the bar, but like how you're balancing the rise versus where your stem is on the steerer. Yeah. Kind of, you know, height to ground. A lot sort of, of it is, and again, it's like this circle of, okay, I want that front wheel traction on my, on my bike. So I have it pretty low in the front end, but then I run my low speed compression pretty closed so that it uh -huh. keeps me up quite a lot okay. in the suspension but then my fork is really soft there's a lot of like <laughs> this and then this and then this and then this but I've, i feel like i've gotten to a pretty good point so i have a 40 mil rise bar yeah i think seven mils under the stem but then the angle set as a center like a angle set 17 mils yeah whereas a normal headset's like i think 10 okay so it's got like seven plus seven so 14 like a, it's a pretty big rise when you look at it yeah, yeah. i think um but yeah, it seems to be pretty good. I used to run a very high bar. And then um, because of all my previous crashes, I was like, I need to just force my weight forward yeah. and change the way I ride because okay. it was just kind of getting dangerous. So I tried to lower my bike as much as I could. Yeah. Yeah. Which again, I guess is like impacting on the sort of reach element as Makes well, it right? Longer, yeah. So it's, a, it's like a constant back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Stem length, we mentioned this a little bit last time you sat yeah, down on the podcast. Have you so stuck with where you were? For sure. I really, I have a 35 mil with me and I've been like trying to make myself change on this racing trip just yeah. to like see if that can solve a lot of issues. But I've just been, we just haven't had time to test anything because it's just been racing all, all the time. Yeah. So I've just kept 40 on, but I think this winter I'll try a 35 just to see how much of that front wheel traction I lose uh -huh. and how much I gain in like controllability and, and, and that reach. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. Interesting. What are you at offset wise on the fork? Uh, the stock, just 44. 44. Have you tried? No, I talked to the Fox engineers and they said, you don't want to do that. Okay. Yeah. Fair so enough. Straight I, up. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. I don't really want to, like, that's a big thing to ask for and change and all that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, a bit more in the cockpit then. Grip choice. Again, small hands. Uh, I've run, you know, like lock on grips before and I just find yeah. they kind of hurt my hands. So I have these slide on grips that... Uh -huh. Um, they just have a way better diameter for my hand and they just have more rubber. Yeah. They're a pain in the ass to deal with, but. You wired them on, yeah? 
yeah, wired them on. Yeah, yeah. okay. And cut a bit off the end, you shorten the grip a bit? I generally do just because the, I got my hands quite off the end of the bar. Mm -hmm. And so I, my brakes are pretty far outwards. Yeah. And do you like, you've got the, the, like the collar on the grip. Is that something that is ah, a preference it, or it's just, just... keep it on there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then brakes. Angle, you fussy about this sort of stuff? Yeah, I used to be really far down, but now they're quite, they're not flat by any means, but they uh -huh. feel up to me. Okay. Like they almost feel too much when I'm riding, but then as soon as I like check out and I'm just like riding my bike, they're in a good position. Whereas if I put them any farther down, I, I notice them like I'm like trying to reach for them. Yeah, okay. Um, and then the other thing is the right one's higher than the left one for some reason. Interesting. Yeah. Is that based on previous injuries or something? Probably. Or was it? Just the way it is. I, everyone yeah. tries to like straighten my like my brakes and I'll just notice immediately and have to be offset. <laughs> but the same inboard position, yeah, on Should both be, sides? Yeah. And they bite at parallel to the bar. Okay. Yeah. And is that just something that you found comfortable for you or is yeah. it like... I've tried so it's farther is like too... Like I have small, like small hands so it's just too far for me and then any mm -hmm. closer I feel like the way I run my hands on the bars, it just kind of hits my knuckle. So yeah. I like it. Okay. Okay. And you run in handguards this year? Yeah. Yeah. Those were a funny coincidence. This guy like just used a photo of me and ALN on his like marketing. Cause right. like I had my broken hand and she uh -huh. had something else. And we were just kind of like, Hey, you can't just like use these photos of us. <laughs> and then he's like, well, I'll send you some handguards. I was like, sure, whatever. And then yeah, I ended up just kind of liking them. Uh, I've had a lot of issues with, cause I run my hands off the end. Like I have broken my pinkies a lot of times. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, you know what? I should probably give these a chance. And since then I've kind of been really stoked. It honestly, like I forget about them now, but when I first started it, it gave me a sense of protection. Okay. So that I could ride a little bit while they're like closer to trees or whatever and not yeah. be as worried. Okay. So I kind of like that, that confidence that it gave me. Interesting, yeah. yeah. What about here where it's super cold? Do you find it's helping keeping your hands warm? A little bit, the yeah. off? And the other thing too is like, you know, if you crash, it's like, it's that handguard, not your brake. Yeah. So in Canada, I had a pretty big crash into a rock pile yeah. and snapped the handguard off and my brakes were completely fine. I got up, brakes were in the same spot and I could finish the stage, no worries. Whereas sometimes nice. you'd like, you'd break your brake or something. So yeah. from then on, I was like, yeah, I, I don't, Love, I like the look of these ones the best. Uh -huh. Like I don't like the look of them when the bike is stopped. Yeah, yeah. But on like in photos or videos, I think they look sick. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're, yeah, they're a little bit like just there. Nice. And is that a custom bracket to fit around the XTR? XTR, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. the first ones he gave me didn't work with the XTRs. So mm -hmm. I got him to make those, which is sick. And then I fouled them out a little bit more just because I run them farther out than most people, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Talk a bit about brakes then. So you're running XTR calipers and levers? Yeah, full yeah. XTR. 200 mil rotors. Got the new six bolt freezer rotors, which is pretty sick. Uh -huh. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. A little bit more, like, just felt stronger, more solid. Yeah. Do yeah. you know what width the rotor is? I think it's the same. I think Shimano, I don't think they changed the width. They just have that aluminum plate sandwich in between it yeah. and the cooling. Nice. And you're on the fin pads as well? Yeah. You find, have you tried, like, any different? Pads, like compounds wise. Yeah, or... we're running half, half and half. Oh, I am. Yeah, yeah. So half I... organic, half semi in the same caliper. Yeah, because I was noticing, I think it was in Ludenville, that I'd go to break, like that was so much cornering. Yeah. And I'd go to kind of break check in a corner and just kind of skid out. Okay. So I wanted a little bit less bite. Yeah. Uh, but I still wanted the power. So I just kind of did half and half. And since then, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Do you think that helps sort of multi-condition as well? Like when it's wet, there's less difference in braking performance? Or? Possible, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Mm, okay. Tires. Start on the front. So it looks like Same an Asagai. Yeah. Asagai 2.5, <laughs> double down. 
back is the same, but DHR2, so 2.5 double down. Yeah. Max grip. Yeah. Any yeah. inserts? Uh, currently, no, not for this slot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess there's not a huge yeah. amount of rock around yeah. here and the conditions are yeah. soft. Soft. So hitting soft. stuff hard is less yeah. of a, a risk, I suppose. Yeah, and it has a big day of pedaling, so. Yeah. Just you, experimenting with it. Are you fussy about sealant volume? I've heard some people are, are like quite. I was noticing it in Cran, Cran Montana where it was a lot of jumps. Like you could you could feel the wheel doing yeah. this, and I was yeah, kind of yeah. like just about to ask to have like no sealant because it just really annoyed me. Yeah. But uh, no, I just let my mechanics do it and not really think about it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. What about your wheel set then? Uh, just yeah, stock turbine hours. They're pretty solid. Like. We alley, like, yeah? yeah, we like yeah. running the hours because there you can you can see the damage visibly more. Like if you okay. hit the rim carbon, you might not see yeah, yeah. the damage you've done anywhere. Whereas yeah. this one will dent it. It dents. I've I've smashed my wheels in the last three races going, but finished the race no problem. Okay, so I'm like they're they're really good, and like they're usually a really strong solid. Like at home, like I have really no issues. Yeah, but then you come to racing and you're just going so fast and you're like missing lines and you just chucking it into rock garden. So, I mean, we put these wheels through like the maximum abuse they're gonna get. Uh -huh. But yeah, you can look at like Remier ALM, like we have race wheels and practice wheels and there's a lot of these, cause we have the wheel stickers. Yeah. And they've got wheels that have been going like three or four races strong. So play. that's a lot. Yeah, it's pretty good for that level of racing. Yeah. What, do you know what the internal width is on the rims? 30. Both front and rear. Yeah. And then spoke count? 20, no, 32. 32 front yeah. and rear as well. Yeah. And then anything, are you doing anything different in spokes or tension or uh, uh, no. build patterns? No. Just stock? Straight up. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Let's talk a bit about suspension. And I, I think everyone always wants to kind of know clicks and yeah. pressures and stuff, but I sort of feel it's not that useful because right, so we different. might weigh a similar amount, yeah. but you're riding 10 times harder and faster I think than it's, me. So. It's I, people ask me all the time, and I just send them to my YouTube because I have a bike check. And yeah. so it's easier to like go look at that. Uh, I think it's a good start. I've always wanted just a starting point. Like I always like scoured videos when I was walking downhill for like what was Gwyn running? What yeah. were these guys running? Just to like, okay, that's what they're running. I can start there and uh -huh. then I can change it to what I feel like I need. Yeah. So I think it's always good to have a starting point. Um, it's pretty much like, I mean, you could just start in the middle of the road with everything and you'd be pretty, pretty good set up. So. Yeah. Cool. What's yeah. your sort of, I guess, philosophy for setup? You mentioned earlier, you run quite a lot of low speed compression to keep the bike up, but then yeah. you're running it quite. Soft. soft on front and back now. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, it just makes me feel better. I think I started running the back soft to, against just slacking the bike out to yeah, get yeah. that reach shorter. Yeah. And then maybe I just soften the front to match it. Um, we did a testing session last year, I think, uh, after Zermatt, before finale. Mm -hmm. And I ended up going quite soft on the fork until it was pretty good. And then I've left it pretty much at that, like 80 PSI on the fork for yeah. the last two years now. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what sag that's giving you roughly? Uh, close to 20. I think it's like 18. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. And on yeah. the rear? Rear's 30 dead on. I yeah, mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I was 33 last year, but the springs aren't the exact. I've, I've, I'm going to ask this winter for a 400-pound spring that's softer. Okay. Because <laughs> it's like the 25-pound increment's like pretty, it's like, well, it's like 3 PSI or something. Yeah. Like, not that much, but I want like just a tiny bit softer. <laughs> Because I find like sometimes it's a little bit too, yeah, it's just pushing me forward a little bit too much. Yeah, interesting. And then you start changing the clickers and it, 
it works, but it just affects something else. So. Yeah. Okay. What about high speed compression? Are you running much? Uh, fork and shock. Shock, I'm more closed than the fork, I would say. Okay. Yeah, fork's pretty open. Yeah. Why think. would you say that you're running more on the back? Uh, I don't know. It's just because I think I run off the back more, so I need it to like okay. blow through a little bit more. Yeah. And then this bike is really progressive, so we have the leverage to like deal with that. So okay. when it does blow through it, like it has a nice ramp. Yeah. Whereas a fork, I could probably put more volume spaces in, but mm -hmm. the fork doesn't have that same physical like yeah, yeah. leverage working for it. Yeah. Okay. And is is that progressivity part of why you're using the coil rather than an air? Yeah, for sure. That's the yeah. biggest part. I think in the past I've always tried a coil because I just loved the way it felt, but mm -hmm. it just would blow through travel. And then we did air in this bike and it was like, yeah, I mean, it's really like the air shock for that mid stroke and like pumpability. Yeah. But this bike pedals well enough that the coil is totally fine. and actually has really good mid stroke support built in yeah. with the progressivity that like I can pump trails with the coil. And okay. I think it's really like, a, it's a really good fit. Yeah, cool. Yeah. What about rebound then? Cause there's a lot of talk Pretty about fast. that. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd say they're both pretty open. Uh -huh. Like, I, I know the con I kind of know the clicks off the top of my head, but within a couple clicks of, of open for sure. Yeah. How yeah. do you decide when fast is fast enough with your rebound? Like what? You go what too you... fast and then you feel it and okay. then back it off. Like you so just start bucking. What? Okay. Yeah. Like when, when big, you're getting kicked. Yeah, like different kicks. So like high speed is if you're doing a big compression or like you get a big hit and you just like have a really big rebound thing. Yeah. Whereas I think low speed rebound is actually more like if it's chattering more than it should be because mm -hmm. it's just like pushing itself back against the ground a lot. Okay. So it's yeah, like a double yeah. hit. Yeah. And that you can kind of feel when you're just like, it's tough though because to test these things, you really have to be going race speed. Otherwise, like they, the suspension just doesn't work. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you'll like go through a section and like your suspension will feel shit. And then you get in a race and you're like, wow, it feels amazing. And Jordy's always said this. He's like, people come to him right day one at a World Cup and they're yeah. like, soften it or like whatever do this and George is like just ride your setting because like by race day you're gonna go exactly back to what you've already had yeah so there's like two ways of like build into your settings or just like change it and then change as you build yeah but you I just kind of I just leave it the same stick and stick where it is go fast yeah <laughs> let's talk about pedals Frank Brothers are they there these are the Thai ones yeah uh -huh. big day of pedaling so save a little bit of weight but the Mallet Ease which yeah yeah, I actually, I really like these pedals. Yeah. They're sick for these conditions too, because they got the pins that stick out. And if you unclip, then you can just kind of ride on the pedal. Got it's enough platform. No, no worries, yeah. Yeah, and you've not gone with the wider, because they do a long spindle version. No, so yeah. I, I run like the more, well, I run the Enduro shoe from Shimano. Mm -hmm. So I don't have that huge wide toe box. Yeah. So I don't have any issues unclipping. And I feel like that would be the main reason I'd go to a long spindle, I okay. think. Yeah, yeah, just to give you I've tried those wider shoes, but I find my back foot, like I struggle unclipping. Okay. And so the long spindle kind of helps that. And yeah, I've tried yeah. longer spindles and they're fine. I like, they're okay, but I just like, I guess the clearance maybe if, if I don't need the long spindle, yeah. then I can get there through right. these ruts a little bit narrower. <laughs> what, um, what cleats are you using? Cause there's a fair choice with the Crank Brothers ones. Yeah, I have the six degree. Okay, not easy release or anything, just the full, no. the full yeah. fat, yeah. yeah. Crank length? Uh, 170s right now. Yeah. I have a pair of 165s in my bag to go okay. home and try. All right. So yeah. is that another off-season uh, yeah. thing to another have thing at? that I've kept on wanting to switch to on this this block, but I just, I'll said I'll wait till I get home. Yeah. And you run in a power meter full-time or? Yeah. Stages, stages power meter. Yeah. Uh, it's good to see what happens in the race stage so that mm -hmm. I can go home and like, 
I do my own training so I can see like, okay, what am I actually doing in a stage? Yeah. And what do I need to train for? Okay. So that's, yeah, it's pretty good. You use that data when you get back more than when you're out on the day. Yeah, thing, I do actually use it on the transfers a lot. If it's okay. like a long road transfer that I can, I know I can meet in my effort, like definitely it helps me more than heart rate, just like keep me in check. Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokes. Very nice. Um, no O-chain. No O-chain. Uh, that seems to be the big puzzle this year for a lot of teams. Yeah, I think we actually don't have a whole lot of, what is it, anti-rise? Something, we don't, like, we don't really need it on our bikes. Okay, so yeah. the pedal kickback's not, no, not, not significant enough. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah. that's good. Just weight that you don't have to worry about and efficiency and you're not losing. complications, I know that Jack was running it, he's no longer running it because it kept on like getting stuck in his chain ring or something. Ah, okay, I'm interesting. not sure what was happening, but yeah. Yeah, so cool. I, yeah, I'd like to try it probably, but I've, some people really like it and some people don't, and I think yeah. that's just based on the bike that they have. Yeah, yeah, they're all different, right, on the kinematics and everything. Yeah. What about gearing? Uh, still with the small cassette, so yeah. 32 in the front, 10 to 45 in the back, mm -hmm. just smaller chain, smaller derailleur, less weight, less slap, and yeah, yeah. I, my legs would probably want me to do a bigger cassette, but... Yeah, I was uh, going to say, the climbing round, I mean, there's a lot of climbing on this loop, but it's maybe not super it's not steep, steep right? but it, there is a few times when I'm in my 45 and I'm like, well, be nice to spin a little bit more looking for another down clip but i mean yeah. i ride at home with this all the time so i'm i feel like i'm fair yeah. for it yeah fair play what about sort of nice touches that you've you know mm. things on the bike that you like maybe little mechanic type tweaks and bits and pieces i can see some nice work in this oh, area well that's my dad my dad put a little shoe insole underneath this long shield that we had this uh -huh. canadian shield and that's just like extra extra protection of the dirt getting stuck in there yeah what else I don't know. Nothing, nothing really. I'd say all these things are the coolest. Yeah, the coolest little things. mods. Yeah. Anything, is that a stock kind of thing? Yeah, or? stock chain yeah. protector, which is sweet because I like was building my own for the longest time and then they produced this one and I've really like, I hate noise. Yeah. So I've, I've kind of stopped that. Mm -hmm. One up chain guide. One up. Finding that's enough to keep everything yeah. in check. I think I dropped a chain once this whole year, so. Pretty good. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. And what are you carrying with you on the bike? I see you've got a... Um, the one up tool yeah. with a tire plug in there, yeah. Yeah. And then I have a tube strap to my bike and I have a CO2 and a tire lever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Pretty much. You got links in the one up? Yeah. 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 Okay. Anything you changed for this event? So Finale was the last one. We're in Tweed Valley. It's pretty different. I actually, like, I... Bars kind of stayed, like, bar height said the same. Like, I've, that's something I'll change like a mil or two here or there, depending yeah. on how steep the track is. Finale, we always go down a mil or two. Yeah. So I think I just kept it here because it's not that steep. Long mud guard. Yeah, yeah, we need that in Scotland. Yeah, thought about changing the shorties, but like I said, it, the mud here is pretty similar to home and we don't ever run shorties because like the mud is just not clay. Yeah, so it's just yeah. like you get through it and you hit the trail and it, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. Tire pressures this weekend? Same. What's I ran Marty pretty low, so okay. 19.9 in the front and 20.9 in the back. Okay. I just use that toe peak gauge, so I go to like 21 and then press it just so it goes down <laughs> below 21. Could you ever go out at 21 and feel okay about it? Does it need to be at the point nine? No, I was a bit low on the first day I rode here and I could feel my back end like squirming just a little bit. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. like the low end and that's why like I'm denting my wheels because I run low pressure. Yeah. But I like that. The traction. As soon as I go harder, it just feels like the suspension, everything just feels too harsh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. 
anything that you do with your bike other than the brake lever angles being different that other people think is a bit weird? Yeah, cutting my grips, people think is weird. Okay. Uh, oh, there's so many things. <laughs> so many things. <laughs> Everything I do basically is me doing it and then everyone else thinking it's weird and then they just start doing it. So, I don't know. Not, not much or any, like, now that we've, brought, like, we've had a year on this bike and I feel like it's all been dialed, so I haven't changed too much, I don't think. Yeah. I'm trying to think, but it's all pretty sick. Okay. And then anything I haven't asked you about that I should have asked you about on this bike, what have I missed? Our sick custom seats. Yeah, tell us about that. So they like, they're literally yeah, you can scanning put your, your... You can put your finger under here and feel my little, my ass bone. <laughs> Lovely job. Yeah. So that's 3D printed, is it? No. The base or? Uh, this is, yeah. but the, it's just, it's basically a carbon sheet that's put into this whole mold. Yeah. And then we, you, there's a plug in here. So you heat, there's a heating element in there. Uh -huh. So you heat up the carbon, sit on your bike on a trainer, spin yeah. for like 10 minutes. Well, it's actually like two minutes yeah. while it's heating. And then it just molds to like the, like the discrepancies in your wow. sit bones compared yeah. to anyone else's. Yeah, yeah. You find your spot and then you do it enough time that like, it's generally like your average riding position. Yeah. And then, yeah, you just have like, you know, if your right sit bone is like sits a little bit lower or something else, like it just helps kind of like compensate for that so yeah. it's been good because like we haven't done much pedaling this year but in finale it was the first day in a long time it was a six hour day yeah and i had no issues so it's without a chamois or with a chamois no chamois yeah yeah so it's, it's pretty cool and then like because of that like carbon shells i feel like are usually pretty painful and like uh -huh. they're light and they're good and they're yeah. efficient but they like are hard yeah, yeah so this just makes it comfortable cool so you have, yeah, the, you have not, that not a lot of no you have that power yeah but then that the comfort as well so I'm stoked on those those saddles. They're yeah, sweet. in theory, a good a good sitting position should help your power, right? Your efficiency. Oh, exactly. That's what they, that's what they say as well. It's yeah. like the guy who molds it is kind of a bike fit as well, so he puts you in a good, powerful position. Yeah. And then yeah, he's like it allows your your mechanics to basically work better. Okay. Because the seat isn't working against you; it's working with you. Yeah. So that that's been really cool. Yeah. And it's cool because they're from Vancouver and the guys are really rad. Nice. And it's a skateboard company to begin with. So it's awesome. pretty cool. What's the company called? Well, so this is Reform mm -hmm. and it's basically a sister company of Land Yachts. Okay. Who make those long, those long boards and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah cool. It's pretty cool. Seat post, Fox transfer. How much drop have you got? 175. That looks like it's not fully right. extended. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. So oh, the other thing is full, the full rod wrap too. Mm -hmm. This bike has seen a season of abuse and it's beautiful. Looks brand new. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Definitely worth the money, in my opinion. I yeah. used to not, like we obviously used to not have it and our bags would just get roached throughout the season. Now like you can sell these things and they look brand new. <laughs> Happy days. So they're pretty sweet. Excellent. What else? Anything else we've missed? Well, we got the bash guard with the one up as well. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Which is definitely necessary. Yeah. That has a lot of holes in it. Uh-huh. Saves the chain ring. Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. Sweet. Hard to say. All right. We'll find something as soon as we say we've finished, right? Yeah, probably. Nice. I'm trying to think, but like I said, I just, I do most of my tweaking outside of racing and then I come to racing and I don't change much on the bike because yeah, I've done yeah. it all, so. So I what's kinda... what's on the list? Are you putting together a list for the off season of what you want to puzzle over? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we could, we could talk about the what I did. This first block of racing this year was the reach adjust, angle set, reach angle set. Yeah. So <laughs> I tried that reach adjust when I was at home and I felt like 
uh, it took away my confidence in like the steeps because uh-huh. I had to run a smaller fork to to compensate for like the lower the lower cup. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, like sick and cornering, and it made my bike more maneuverable. Yeah. But then I just was like scared in like the straight fast sections. And we've been talking about this with Remy because he's in between the small, the medium, and the large. And it's yeah. like we were both kind of thinking we want to get a bike to suit our to like help our weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. But then the problem is it helps your weakness, but then limits your strengths. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, what I felt with that was. I lost my confidence in the place that I'm good. Uh-huh. So then I didn't even have confidence for the corners where this is supposed to help me. So it was like, I just lost my confidence. Yeah. So like in Canada's on the Tweel, I went back and forth every race, which was like a first for me of like really race testing something. Yeah. But it was cool because I, like I, the problem with that reach adjust is I lost the angle set as well. Okay. So I got works. They made me a custom reach angle set, Sweet. which is really sick. It was sick because it was just like straight up chrome and it yeah. was really cool. So it was like five mils shorter and a one degree head ang- okay. uh, angle set. Yeah. So I tried that, shortened the fork to uh, 160. And yeah, like it rode well. Like I still, I got third, fourth, 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 like every yeah. race, even though I was changing my bike every race. So like it worked, but it just didn't like, yeah, it just took away from my, the fun part of my okay. riding where I could just like, this thing I can, it, whatever I'll say about the bike being whatever size it is, I can just do whatever I want with this bike. Hock it into anything, just yeah. go straight line fast. And then I can still make it around the corners. Like I'm not the sickest corner, so I feel okay. like I make it work anywhere. Yeah, like, yeah. So then a bike that helps me corner, I'm still like in my mind, it's helping me, but I still have to put a lot of effort into making that corner. Yeah. So if I have a bike that isn't set up perfectly for it, I'll still do my best to just corner it and it still works. So, yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting experiment. Yeah. What drove you to do it, like, in season? Because it's quite Because I got the reach angle pretty late. Okay. Like, and that was just me trying to reach adjust with, like, a month to go or, like, maybe a month and a half to go. And I was like, it just, it was like, yeah, it was, one was not better than the other enough for me to, like, pick the reach adjust. So I just kept the angle set because it worked. And then I was, like, thinking about it. I was like, man, I wonder, like, (laughs) if I could just ask them to make you this. (laughs) And it was pretty sweet because they did. So uh, thanks to Works for that because that was really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. this, this headset I've had in for like three years now. Yeah. It's been going strong. And I feel like I sell a lot of them because <laughs> everyone asks me. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's not, not many other people doing it as well, right? No. And, they've, so, and they do a great job. So. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so when I asked them to build me one, yeah. they were pretty stoked. They said they'd build some for Intense already. So uh-huh. they sent me one and it was sweet. sweet. Just have some water. Yeah, all good. What else? So you've got 35 mil stem to go back to and maybe even going narrower on bars, you think? Ah, well, yeah, I'll try it. Just, yeah? to, just, for, just for shits and giggles, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, 35 mil stem. But if I do that, I probably wouldn't have to narrow my bars, I guess. Okay, yeah, because it's going to pull it back a bit anyway. And if I do that, I'll have to lower my bars, I would guess, which then also counteracts the, the reach. But yeah. there's not much. Like, everyone says getting a new bike is sick, and it usually is, but it takes a while. Like, I find at home... I have no wor- like no issues, but when you come to racing, you can just notice like the smallest little thing. Yeah. And you notice it when like you just don't have the confidence to ride the way you want to. Yeah. And I felt like that's what I did to myself at the first block is I just, I didn't let myself get comfortable on a setup. Like it's a miracle that I got those results because okay. I just never really felt comfortable on my bike. <laughs> Fair play. So I'm pretty stoked with yeah. like, how that went. Um, so yeah, I just, as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, Screw it. Like, I'm going home, going exactly to what I raced on last year. Yeah. Making tiny changes here or there, but I'm just riding my bike a ton. Yeah. And not changing anything. And so I came to this block feeling like 
I could actually ride a bike again. So Excellent. that was pretty good. That's good to know. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. paid off, right? Yeah, it's been, yeah, Ludenville. I mean, that was the absolute worst race for me because it was just corners and yeah. grass corners. And I was like, there's nothing, there's like no, like techniques, well, not technique, there's just nothing to it. Yeah. It just go as fast as you can and hit a corner and you're like, that's not, I don't know. There's, there's nothing like technical about yeah, it. Yeah, really. nothing to differentiate yourself yeah. from other riders, I guess. Yeah, so uh, that one I don't think I would have done well at, regardless. Okay. Yeah. I was doing well in the second one before I flatted. I think uh -huh. I was hopefully on for a top five, which I would have been stoked with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I did two second places, so that's pretty, yeah. pretty sweet. Nice. Jack and Richie are just like a, for sure a different level this year. Uh huh. So yeah, we'll see what happens this weekend. But Well, yeah, like you were saying before we press record, I think like these tracks are sort of familiar in a way. Like they're a, yeah, bit, they're a bit like home. Yeah, similar. It's a lot tighter. Like you have twice yeah. as many trees here. <laughs> so like we have similar trails that are a bit steeper, but there aren't trees everywhere. Here there are trees literally lining the track. So every corner has a tree in it. And like, yeah, it's really tight, which yeah. is good for me because I'm small. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Just trying not to put too much pressure because I feel good. Mm -hmm. So I just have to like, I like this, the pro stage kind of, you get one attempt to see like where you're at yeah. and then have a whole night to kind of like okay. decompress, or, um, basically like figure it out and what you've like, yeah, basically just analyze it yeah. and then you have a whole next day to kind of go after it. So we'll see how today goes and yeah, hopefully it goes well. Nice. And are you doing anything to deal with the darkness at the top of some of the trails? Cause the top woods are really dense here. I wish I brought my light. That's all I can say. Okay. I don't know if that's allowed in the rules, but. I've got one you can borrow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I think what I'll do is just, the GoPro is actually way quicker at changing. Uh -huh. So I'll just memorize the like first 10 meters, like okay. to a T. Yeah, yeah. So then I don't really have to see. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's not far and it starts to open, doesn't it? A bit, but the first. I mean, it's longer than I've ever experienced okay. where you're waiting to like see again. And you're like, I still cannot see. Like it's, it's pretty crazy. I don't yeah. remember it the last time we did this. I think it's cause when it's sunny, it's worse. Mm -hmm. So if it's overcast at all today, like, or tomorrow, yeah. that'll help. Cause it's just like blinding sun into like the darkest trees ever. And you're just waiting for your eyes to adjust. Yeah. And it just don't. It's like riding braille basically, isn't it? You have to just feel your way down that first crazy. bit of the track. Yeah. Yeah. And that feed the pony one is like, goes on for a long way. I get, couldn't see for half that trail. Wow. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Makes it fun, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I, honestly, yeah, it does. It's just a little bit scary. <laughs> yeah, fair play. Well, best of luck for the Thanks rest of the weekend. Yeah. Thanks for taking us through the bike and being the first ever downtime bike Sweet. check. Well, it was nice and, to meet you face to face for once. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we'll catch up again at some point in the near future, I'm sure. Sounds good. Wicked. Sweet. Cheers, Jesse. Thanks. All right, that's it for our first ever ultimate bike check. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I'd love to hear your feedback in an email, a message, or a comment. I'd also really love it if you can head over to the YouTube version at youtube.com forward slash downtime mountain bike podcast and give the video a like and maybe even share it on your social media too. Don't forget to subscribe to Downtime EP so you can get your hands on the very first issue. You can get involved now over at downtimepodcast.com forward slash EP. All right, we're going to have another awesome episode coming up really soon, but until then, get out and ride. <laughs>